It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jerry Jones criticized Dallas Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb on Friday. What did we take away from his comments? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, what's going on, sir? Not much. It's Friday. We, we got a big game this weekend. I mean, I think for both teams, they definitely would like to come out with a win. A tough opponent and obviously without Dak. So we've got a lot to talk about. Can we just be clear? Like, this is clearly a bigger game for the Pengals than it is for the Cowboys. Just to be honest. Right, like I think, the Bengals need to win so. this game. For the Cowboys, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get into the game preview, but like, I don't want to talk about moral victories. But if the Cowboys just play better and hang with the Bengals, I think we'll be encouraged, right? Yeah, I mean, I think the expectation game is really where we have to look at this, right? For the Cowboys without Dak Prescott, you know, we're looking to steal a couple of these games uh, while he's gone. Uh, you know, just to give us something to kind of hold on to the season. The Bengals, you know, they just went to the Super Bowl last year. They do not want to come out of the gate 0-2. And so this is really like a a feelings game in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, this is almost a must win, especially with their division they play in and the conference as a whole. Like, you kind of got to win this one. Yeah, I would say in the conference overall, just because there's so many teams that are going to be eligible yeah. for the playoffs. And yeah, like you said it, that division's so killer. You cannot start 0-2 and, and and hope to necessarily come back later on in the season. Exactly. All right, we're going to preview that Cowboy-Bengal game in just a minute. But Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy both had some really interesting comments on Friday uh, just to get us all uh, riled up. Let, let's start with Jerry Jones. Or excuse me, yeah, Jerry Jones, who was talking about 
C.D. Lamb. I'm going to read you the quote. Uh, talking about C.D. Lamb being doubled. Uh, people are covering your best receiver. That happens. What do you do? You've got to play through being covered. You've got to catch balls covered. You can't just because they doubled you up not make some plays. My point is every team in the league is faced with the same thing. They're going to have the best receiver double covered. What the best rece- receiver should do is play through that coverage and open up players underneath. Landon, I only ask you this question because Stephen Jones also went on record early this week talking about how they need more from CeeDee Lamb. Are you surprised that the Joneses are criticizing CeeDee Lamb? Uh, no, I, I, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised with the methodology, though, because he, it's not like CeeDee Lamb faced a ton of d- double teams in that game. So I guess, you know, the criticism, I guess, makes some sense. Jerry's specific criticism doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, I, I tend to think that, that, that likely what happened is that somebody told Jerry, hey, CD didn't play very well. <laughs> and, then, and then Jerry made all these assumptions as to why CD didn't play. Well, I mean, he watched the game and everything, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I think that. I think they do need more from CD lamb. Absolutely. They need more from CD lamb and they've needed more from CD lamb for a while. Like that's, that's a legitimate criticism. CD lamb needs to become a, uh, uh, the receiver that we all have expected it to, especially with his, uh, with his talent level. I think that Jerry's criticism of him is not correct necessarily or accurate. Um, uh, but I think that he he got the note from somebody else who maybe was onto something, and right. then, you know, he kind of assumed a lot of stuff. But you know what's funny is they've they've gone back and forth because I can remember Jerry Jones talking about Dez like in 2013 and 2014, where and we had the same criticism back then. Hey, why are you allowing teams just to double Dez and take him out of the games? And the answer, the response always was, well, hey, that means everybody else has one on one opportunities. Other players have to step up, right? How come that's not the belief now? If, hey, if C.D. Lamb is getting double teamed all the time, which he's not, as you mentioned, why is it up to Dennis Houston and Noah Brown to, to win their one-on-one matchups? Well, because then you'd have to admit what the actual problem was the game. Exactly. The game, which is that your, your quarterback played terribly and that, and that you need you need to you know not heap all of this onto him. And that's not only did they to avoid. Right. Dak did not play a ball. But also you have to acknowledge that maybe Dennis Houston – and Simi Fahoku, those guys are a little bit overmatched trying to win one-on-one against good cornerbacks. I think that there's some of that. I, I, yeah, I mean, certainly. I think that – I think the premise of why all this was supposed to work was that CeeDee Lamb would play better than he's played. I, I, I think we knew that 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 Houston and Brown and, and Fahoku were not probably – immediately up to snuff as the uh as the 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 kind of other wide receivers that they were hopefully going to grow into that role or at least hold off the role until Gallup comes in I mean they're doing what they can I think we all realize it the reason that we're going you know that the people are criticizing CeeDee Lamb is because the talented players get the criticism like the guys that are supposed to be the you know the ones that are getting the attention and the glory should be the ones that are receiving the criticism here I, I I thought that Noah Brown Played a fine game, you know, for being the, the quarterback. I thought he was fine. The other receivers, not so much. I, I I think that they played on par, like relative to where CD played. You know what I'm saying? Like where where CD should have been and where he ended up is probably equivalent to where those other guys were. But can, can I, I also? I'll, I, yeah. I don't think CD Lamb played a great game by any means. Hmm. But he was open on some routes yeah. too. But Dak was just late. It. 
honestly, I just feel like the whole offense was out of sync. And I don't know if there's one single person that you can point to and said, hey, they played really well. And I think that's the problem, right? Is that ultimately it's like I said, you know, on Monday or whatever it was, you want to say it's CD Lamb? You want to say it's Dak Prescott? You want to say it's Kellen Moore? You want to say it's Mike McCarthy? You want to say it's the Joneses? The answer is yes to all of them. The right? answer is yes, uh, yeah. all of them. Yeah. So, like, I don't know why we need to, like, kind of specifically point out one person more than anybody else. Like, there's proportions. You know, obviously the bigger players have more share of, as to why things went wrong. But the the end of the day, very few people on the offense played well. And we, I think we pointed them out, the ones who did play well out. Yeah, all right. Let's talk about the, the Cowboys offense against the Bengals defense. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Book a spacious uh, SUV or a minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. Test drive that new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms and conditions and exclusions apply. Ditch boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Lynn, let's talk about the Cowboys offense. We, 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 we talked about how poorly they played in week one. How can they generate any type of offense here in week two with Cooper Rush? I mean, it's going to be hard. Like, there's just there's just no way around it. I think the Cowboys' hope for the long term is that they have more of a, a success versus on the uh, in the run game, yeah, and that they build a passing game off of play action and, and kind of working off of that. I, I mean, that's going to be tough to do this week. They're playing a, a group that you know includes, as you pointed out, one of my favorites, DJ Reader in the mm-hmm. middle. Uh, you know, the guys just really looked strong against the run week one. They traditionally have been very good against the run. Um, you know, they got guys like Logan Wilson, who was kind of finally coming into his own and, and a second level that can play, uh, you know, good run defense. Sam uh, Hubbard's a really good left end. That's just, it's going to stop the run. Jesse Bates is a really good yeah. two way safety who will come down and, 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 you know, play that well. And again, not only does Jesse Bates hurt you in the run game, but he hurts you because he's so good as a safety that it kind of mitigates some of the success you're yep. going to have in the play, play action game as well. Uh, I, I tend to think that, you know, it's unfortunate that we kind of went this, this order of like, you know, breaking down the game, because to me, I think, the big thing for the offense in this game is that they have got to have the defense turn the ball over for yeah. them, right? Like I, they've I, got I to think... have short fields, and when they have short fields, they've got to turn them into touchdowns. Like I don't see them having a lot of red zone trips in this game, Landon. So, like, let's say you get there two times, you got to turn both those opportunities into touchdowns. Yeah, and that's I think that's really the the, the big key is that 
you're not going to, I mean, you're likely just not going to be able to maintain multiple long drives, right. scoring drives. Right. So you're hoping that, and look, this isn't like, I mean, every week is not necessarily going to have that same game plan or hope for turnovers in order to win the game. But this is a week where it could happen. I mean, uh, I mean, Burroughs had five interceptions last week, right? And and he uh, he got hit a lot. He got sacked a lot. And that's kind of a, uh, you know, a, a thing with him, right? Like with yeah. this offense, he gets hit a lot. It's almost kind of Carson Wentz, ben, uh, ben, Big Ben sort of thing where yeah. he takes on a lot of hits in order to, to, to hold on to the ball and throw it down the field. It, so It reminds me like of the old school Bruce Arians offenses, right? With yeah. Like Andrew Luck and Ben Roethlisberger, yep. who you mentioned before, and Carson Palmer, right, where they're going to hold the ball because they want to try to make plays down the field. So if your pass rush can get there – or if you can make the quarterback throw the ball a little before you want to, I mean that's when you get points. We'll 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 talk about the defense in a second. They're not gonna they're not gonna do be doing a bunch of max protect and all this. Yeah, let's talk about offense. So, yeah. anyways, I, I think for the Cowboys, you know, look, th- th- it just needs to kind of they're gonna bring it back in a little bit, kind of go with what they know. I would expect to see a lot more uh, two tight ends. I would expect yes. to see more of Jake Ferguson getting involved. Uh, honestly, I think the one thing that we can kind of you know, glean a little bit from the kind of previous Cooper Rush uh, uh, situation in Minnesota is that I think guys like Dennis Houston, guys like Brown, guys like Fahoku, they are actually likely to have some success because Cooper Rush has a lot of experience throwing at these guys. And that was a thing. If you go back to the Minnesota game, who was the big receiving threat, you know, versus Minnesota? It was Cedric Wilson because Cedric Wilson spent all that time with with Cooper Rush and the other two. So, He's going to be a little bit familiar, more familiar with – well, not maybe more familiar, but he will be plenty familiar with some of these down roster guys to kind of get them the ball. Look, we talked about it. CeeDee Lamb has got to have a big game. I mean, he's just got to show up. I don't know if he needs to have like a you know, 200-yard receiving game. No, but, but he, he needs, needs to have like five or six catches on third downs to move the chase. Like that Absolutely. kind of stuff he needs to do. They need him to be the, the player to make the big play when they need it, to convert the third down, to score the touchdown, to get into the red zone, whatever it is. They need him to show up in those big it, moments if they're going to have a chance to score points. It, and probably just kind of knowing the way that Cooper Rush plays, so he's going to have to do a lot after the catch. Like if it's third yeah. and nine and you catch the ball four yards short, yeah, they need CD to make that play and get the first down. A uh, couple of things really quickly. Yeah. You watched the Steeler-Bengal game last week. The Steelers did nothing on offense in their base offense. I, I'm talking about traditional drop back, throw it, or traditional runs. Now – they did get most of their yards on basically like smoke and mirror plays, right? Jet sweeps to chase Claypool, double throwbacks to to the backup tight end. Like that's going to be the kind of stuff that Kellen Moore is going to have to do. Maybe this is a game, Landon, where we see Kevontae Turpin, yeah. you know, carry the ball four times, right? That's yeah. the kind of stuff. I, I would also mention the Cowboys are going to have no chance in this game if they commit a lot of penalties on offense, like we saw last week. Their offense just isn't good enough to survive a second and 10 holding call, right? You, and you can't ask Cooper Rush to, if it's second and 18, you can't ask him to try to convert that stuff. So they've got to stay on schedule because I just don't think they can even overcome false starts and penalties like that. Turnovers and offensive efficiency. I mean, that's if you're asking me to kind of sum it up into a, like a real tight ball. That's it. They need the, the defense to commit turnovers. They need their offense to be efficient, not commit a bunch of penalties. Yep. Just keep the ball moving forward. 
and and you know, look, hope for the best with some of this stuff. I mean, there's there's going to be opportunities. You need to take advantage of the opportunities. You know, Cooper Rush is is uh, he he can do it if you give him the, give him the opportunity. Sure. Uh, but but he needs his the guys on the other end. He needs Pollard. He needs Cooper. He needs Schultz to get the ball when they get the ball to break tackles, get it a couple extra yards because every little bit's going to count here. You're just not going to get Cooper Rush throwing multiple bombs down the field. No. Like, it, it, I mean, he will throw the ball down the field if it's there, but he's, they're just not going to attempt it as much as they probably would with Dak. So they need to find ways to squeeze the juice out of every single opportunity they get uh, in short passes and any opportunities with yes. guys like those. And you know how I've always wanted Kellen Moore to be up-tempo, aggressive early, throwing on first down, try to build leads early in games. It's changed now. Like, you, you can't do that in this game. Now you're going back to, like, 2003 Bill Parcells offense, where really the goal here, Landon, is just have this game be competitive in the fourth yep. quarter. Like, just yep. give yourself a chance. If this is a one-score game in the fourth quarter, I think they've done a fantastic job because – the Bengals are just the more talented team. They've got the better offense. They've got uh, a defense that's very comparable, if not better. Just ca- find a way to keep this game close in the fourth quarter. And weird things happen, like we saw last week, where yeah. the long snapper gets hurt from the Bengals, and now they can't kick any kind of field goals or extra points. <laughs> that's that's what you need to have happen in this one. For for the Cowboys to win these the next month or month and a half, whatever we're calling this, two months, Whatever we're calling this or Dak's gone. For, for Dallas to win going forward, things are going to need to get weird. Let's they get gotta play weird, guys. Ball. Like they gotta Let's play get slot weird. Ball, right? we, we, need, we, need, we need the weirdest stuff to happen. We need the ball to bounce weird. We need people to drop things that they, should be, they shouldn't be dropping. Fumbles. Uh, yep. People's head, pets' heads falling off. Like the, the, the crazier the thing that can happen in the game, the better for the Cowboys. The, we yep. need to inject chaos into this game. So yeah. – you need uh, enter, to follow enter Micah, Pice, Micah Parsons. Right? You, you you need to follow like the Seattle Seahawks, like for yeah. the last three years, where every game is just a wild adventure. Like that's exactly. the only chance that the Cowboys have for success. Uh, let's talk about the defense because they are really the only hope for the Cowboys in this game. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source. For all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season, find all the latest football league developments, game matchup, news, and podcasts, including this uh, week's uh, lines. Some really, really interesting lines, including yeah. the Bengals now being eight-point favorites. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including NFL, NBA, MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. I just I just had a vision of, of, of Dak as a hologram speaking to Micah Parsons. Help me, Micah Parsons. You're our only hope. Like, I mean, that's what we're talking truly, about at this point. Truly. Seriously. Uh, 
if the Cowboys want to win this game, they are not only going to need great performance by Michael Parsons. Like they need a two sack game and a forced fumble, but they also need the other guys to step up. Like yeah. we love Demarcus Lawrence. You can't go the whole game with with zero pressures. Trevon Diggs, you're probably going to have to make a play. Leighton Vander Esch, you're going to have to make a big third down stop. Like they need everybody to play well uh, in order to to keep this game close. Yeah, I'll throw in some other guys that need to start stepping up. I mean, not that they haven't played well, but we need them to play better because of the situation. Odigizua played fantastic week one. He's really started to come on. I can't wait to see what he does against some of these folks in the Bengals interior. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that we you need more from Dorrance Armstrong, who yes. is you know, just didn't play great and, and I think can play better football in general. So, so- Dorrance Armstrong – Dante Fowler and Demarcus Lawrence had zero pressures on Sunday. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of that is, is Tom Brady. Because of the quarterback, right? Yeah. So you can't allow that to happen with this quarterback. No. I mean, this quarterback will is generates pressure. So you need to make sure. And look, I'm not. Joe Burrow is, is an incredible quarterback. Yep. One of the best quarterbacks in the league uh, played an incredible season last year, but he's just, that's just his style of play. He's going to sit in the court, he's going to sit in the pocket. So he's going to give you opportunities to hit him. You need to take advantage of, of those opportunities simply because your team desperately needs more than just good defense. They need you to create points and create opportunities for this offense. And, and most importantly for the defense, you cannot allow the Bengals to get off to a fast start. Like if the, if this game is ten nothing to start, like in the first quarter, it's probably over. Like you it's need tough. this to be a game where the Bengals are struggling to put together multiple first downs, and they're not crossing the fifty yard line. It, it like I don't think a bend but not break game style or game plan can work. Like you can't allow Burrow to just march the ball down the field and kick field goals. Even then. You've got to make it where they're they're going three and out on multiple straight drives to give your offense a chance. Well, and I think the other thing too is that you know one of the things that you've really kind of added to your arsenal this year that you didn't have last year is a really dangerous punt return team. But you're not going to get any opportunity right. to use that if every single offense marches across the fifty every single drive. You've yep. got to find a way to get them off the field on the other side on their side of the field. So you could provide an opportunity for your very talented punt returner to, at the very least, give you good field position, but maybe even take one back to the house and kind of give exactly. you some extra points. Uh, and the Bengals punter's not great. It's Kevin Huber. Um, he mm-hmm. had some shanks last week, especially when they were backed up in their own territory. If this can be one of the games where you know he's punting from his 17-yard line, maybe Turpin can take it inside the 35-yard line, 30-yard line, you're already in scoring position. That's how you kind of clawed, keep yourself in a game. Win in the margins. Yes. Win in the margins. I mean, if you can't win, if you don't have the better quarterback, which the Cowboys are going to be out quarterbacked for basically all these, every single week except for New York when we play the Giants. uh, I I think uh, you've got to find a way to win in the margins. Obviously, that starts with defense for the Cowboys for sure. But this year, it's going to have to include special teams as well. The Cowboys are in a better position than they were Two years ago to deal with special team situations, yes. they've got a better group. They need to avail themselves of, the, of that talent. All right, game predictions. Who do you got winning this game? What's the score? I got the Bengals winning. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's tough to pick uh, against them at this point. I, th- I think there are definitely paths to victory for this for the Cowboys team. Uh, the Bengals they need to win, yeah. uh, but it was not an inspiring performance last week when they when they lost, and uh, it could easily snowball for them. And this Super Bowl hangover. 
you know, as someone who was alive for three Super Bowls, the Cowboys won, I can tell you it, it is a thing at sometimes. Um, so I think the Cowboys lose, uh, I think it's something like 27, 24, you know, like I, I think it's, it, that ends up where it's going to be a low scoring game through three quarters. And then by the fourth quarter, I, I bet these, each team scores a touchdown or one of them scores two touchdowns. Uh, I do think it will be kind of sloppy early. I think uh, they'll want both teams will try to want to win with the run game early to kind of get their quarterback settled in. I mean, obviously yeah. ours is a backup quarterback and Burrow is just, you know, had a wild, had a wild week last week. Yeah. I think they'd like yeah. to settle him in a little bit more. Uh, and I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's just too much of the Cowboys to overcome, unfortunately, and they lose. I would feel much better about this game if T Higgins weren't playing. He got knocked yeah. out in the first quarter uh, of the Steeler game. That it changed the whole game plan because once Higgins was out, Tyler Boyd got a little bit nicked up, and the Bengals really had one player to throw it to in Jamar Chase. And that was frankly, almost, that was frankly almost it was enough. it was enough. If they just make an extra point or a twenty nine yard field goal, they win the game. Um, but when they have Higgins and Chase out there, it's really hard to stop those two guys because now. Anthony Brown matched, matched up against T Higgins one-on-one. That's a, not a great matchup. We've seen Trevon Diggs and, and Jamar Chase go at it before. That does not favor Diggs. It's going to be tough. I will say, Landon, I think the Cowboys are going to steal a couple games over the next month. I do. Yeah, like I think the Giants game is a winnable game. I even think the Eagles game is somewhat winnable. Not this one. Not the first one without Dak Prescott. We saw in 2020 – you remember the first game after Dak got hurt? They yep. got demolished by the Cardinals on Monday Night yep. Football. It's going to take them some time. So I expect this game to be close for a half, maybe. But ultimately, I'm going to say 28 to 13, something like that. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I wish we could give a bunch of positive news. But, you know, it's not like Dak didn't get hurt last week. No, and then, no and then... but the good thing, like – if you're looking for reasons why to watch this game other yeah. than the final score, keep an eye on Tyler Smith. We, we thought he was pretty good in, in week one. Watch Micah Parsons. Watch Tyler Biotish, who we thought was, you know, had a pretty nice game. Watch Terrence Steele. Like, keep an eye on the offensive line because if the Cowboys want any chance to claw back into the season, those three guys are going to be really important to their success. All these young starters, guys, all of them, you know, just watch them. Just if they're going to have any opportunity to, to do something on the back end, like, like Marcus said, those guys are all going to need to step up because you're going to need to win a ton of games once he gets back. And that's not something that Dak is going to be able to do on his own. He needs the, the, the defense to be playing well. He needs his young offensive line to be playing well. He needs his young, his young talent to be playing well around him. So watching the, those guys develop to see how they go throughout the season, that's something worth tuning in for. Look, the Cowboys are going to take their lumps. It may not be fun, uh, but there will be opportunity on the back end of the season to try to make it up. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. We are here in misery and pain with you. Now make your second listen, the uh, Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow our show on YouTube. You can check it out wherever you get your podcast. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosher. Enjoy the game. We'll be back here on Monday to break it all down. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.